Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta. My guest today, he's a professional skateboarder, ambassador to Skate Pal, co-founder of Skate After School, a fellow skate podcaster, and the creator of Slow Impact. So needless to say, I'm, I'm excited to talk to this amazing human today. So Ryan Lay joins me today. Ryan, welcome to the show, man. Oh, thank you so much. That uh, was a really heartwarming introduction. I'm happy uh, to be here. Well, yeah, well-deserved, man. You've done a lot. It's a, it was a mouthful. I, 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 knew, uh, I knew it was going to be a challenge to get all that in for you, but I had to, you know? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like uh, okay at a bunch of things, you know, multi- <laughs> inter- interdisciplinary. Hey, there's some good stuff in there, man. There's some good stuff. But I know I had a couple different directions I wanted to go with this interview, but I think I'll, I'll just, we'll just start with the most important question. I mean, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good right now. I actually am, am coming off of an injury, so I'm in a mm. weird mental state. Uh, I, I bruised the shit out of my heel New Year's <sighs> Eve, uh, not partying, jumping down a big gap. And, uh, I, which was stupid of me. I, I, I should have known better. So yeah, destroyed my heel and then spent, you know, the first two months of the year, basically just planning that event and hoping mm-hmm. that I could skate and miraculously healing enough to skate just for the three days of the event. And then the sci-fi team was here, jumped down a 10 stair first try uh, blew up my heel again. So uh. I'm back on the injured list and, uh, I'm just now kind of able to walk again, um, coming like two weeks off of that. So it's been a slow start. Uh, I was like really motivated to work on skate stuff. I think, you know, same feeling that a lot of people have going into the new year is like are you really excited to work on different projects and i've kind of like redirected some of my energy and taken some uh work off of my shoulders at skate after school so that i could focus on skating and now i'm just kind of here putzing around the house and you know renovating things and waiting till i'm healthy enough to skate yeah dude well you kind of were were mentioned one of the things i want i mean have you recovered i know you're recovering from skateboarding but have you recovered from slow impact yet (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it took me it took me like a a week of of you know eating a weed gummy every night before bed and trying to sleep for <laughs> 10 to 12 hours. Um but there was also all sorts of like cleaning that needed to be sorted out and you know party pickup kind of things. So yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good now. Um and we're actually like just about to put out the panels. So, you know, mm. there's there's little loose ends that need to be tied up and and you know obviously like any any good big ambitious event is gonna uh create a lot of content which is like a good problem to have so we're just sorting through that picking through it and trying to figure out what the the good parts are and trying to get that out so that we can you know maybe i don't know i don't want to speak too early but maybe try to look towards next year that's awesome man yeah i think uh i remember you saying like if you if you had like 50 people show up to this event, you know, slow pack, slow impact we're talking about for those tuned in, but that would be kind of a, a, a success in your eyes. But from what I heard, from what I saw, I mean, you had way more than that. I mean, were you surprised to have such a huge turnout? I was. Uh, yeah, you have absolutely no way of knowing with an inaugural mm-hmm. event, like what the what the turnout will be. And even like an hour before our, our kind of like kickoff at Mitchell skate park, I really just had no, no idea other than, you know, loose numbers of, of friends from online and, and skate Twitter that I knew were coming out here. And I was like, maybe they will be bringing some friends as well, but really just hard to gauge. And, 
you know, you could try an event bright or some sort of RSVP, but skateboarders are just not going to do that. So yeah, it was, it was a, a much more successful turnout than I, I could have imagined, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I know it's not all about the numbers, but of course you want to see, you know, all the, the results of all, all the hard work you put in, but I think it would have been a success either way. I mean, as you think about it, you know, you had people coming in in planes, you know, hopping on planes and trains and automobiles, you know, carpooling <laughs> together. Like how I mean, I guess when I think about it, is like, how cool is it that you you built it and the people came? It's that, you know, the phrase from that movie. But you did that. So, I mean, <laughs> how, how cool is that just to feel knowing you created that and people people came? Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that I really was that really like took me aback is that it's just a really big risk to take, like, especially knowing that people are spending their hard earned money, you know, they're maybe one or two vacations a year, in some cases, you know, some people are just down to go on random trips all the time. But for other people who maybe have a little more on their plate, they got a full time job, they're married, you know, it's a yep. big risk to, um, you know, to go out to an event that has never happened before, and you really don't know what it's going to look like. And that was actually like, you know, a good motivation slash scared the shit out of me, uh, you know, a few weeks before, which was like, oh, if this thing's a dud, it's going to be a nightmare. And these people are all going to resent me. So um, I hope that, you know, we live up to the expectation. And I think that, you know, from the people I talked to, they were really stoked about the the event. And, you know, the the magic is just getting all the people together. I mean, even if, if, if I had failed as an event organizer, I think people would have had a good time because there's great places to skate here and there's places to drink and, you know, you can, you can sort out the rest and the weather was nice. So. Yeah. Um, it, it looked out for you. I mean, I think, you know, as creators, right. We're, we're always, we always question our, our, or doubt like our abilities or, you know, how, how we can you know, work on a project, but that's common for us. Right. But I think how, how important, how is your confidence actually going into slow impact day one versus day four? Like, did you notice a shift in your confidence by that fourth day? Yeah. I mean, I also just was like really burnt out because I was, <laughs> I was at the panels before every morning setting up and then oh, I, yeah. I foolishly stayed at each bar till close. Um, and yeah, so <laughs> I was just really tired, but yeah, definitely confident. I mean, it just, you know, we, we've said this before, but it definitely felt like adult summer camp. And, um, I think not, not just me, but everyone there was really mm -hmm. comfortable by, you know, day two, day three, because you just, you've met these people, you've, you've mm -hmm. partied with them, you've skated with them, you've, you know, had some good conversations at that point. So, um, everyone starts to loosen up at that point And, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, things were going smoothly. So that is like a, a good, you know, encouraging, uh, you know, force for you, like going going into the end of the event. You know, I felt like very, very comfortable with like people were having a good time and things were, were you know, moving along uh, well. Yeah, and I know, like you said, you're busy, you're setting up, you're, set, you know, shutting bars down. I mean, did you get did you have a chance, like a moment to maybe kind of, um, kind of absorb it all at, at the time of, or did you know, even while it was happening that you were creating like something really special? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak too, uh, hyperbolically, you know, but I, I definitely like, there were moments that, you know, the event that happened in my backyard was a lot of work to put on. And that was <clears throat> Kyle's reading and Jim mm -hmm. T read and Marby and, Chandler, Christian Kerr, a handful of other people. 
and and then Sean Bonnet from AJJ did his cover skate video cover band, and that was just like a really special night for everyone. And it was more of an intimate setting than the other events. Um, and I think, you know, I like I cried that night. Like the mm-hmm. the the weight of all of it was was really heavy for me. And uh, yeah, it was just a really you know special feeling like knowing that you know we put we all put so much work into this and mm-hmm. it was paying off and that also um we got so many skaters to a place where they could be vulnerable enough to do something like a skate reading which is not a thing that is super common in skateboarding um and just to kind of like speak candidly or uh you know write some some uh fiction or nonfiction uh that relates to skateboarding which again is is a is a kind of unique thing that that doesn't exist all the time and it just worked out really well it was just a super lovely lovely night um and then yeah obviously like the panels too like those were not things that i really had a a huge hand in organizing other than picking the people that were going to to run the panels and um i'm very grateful that the people who decided to take the helm of those just did such a knockout job you know ted barrow kristen ebling and uh, maurice crandall all you know organized their whole panels you know laid everything out and just carried out a really special conversation on whatever their subject was and um, i think a lot of people you know learned a lot and felt really privileged to be in that space yeah that's cool and then you mentioned too you know the event one of the events the the readings you know you said it was at your house i think that helped too, you know, obviously it gave you a chance to kind of, you know, like you said, you got a little emotional, but I think it made everyone else probably a little more comfortable. And they're like, you know, this is a backyard. It's not at some town hall or even, you know, I mean, it could have been at skate after school. I'm sure they would have had the same, but it's cool. You did it at your house, you mind, but throwing parties and cleanup is not as fun, but it's, it was worth it. But I got to admit, dude, my FOMO, I mean, I told myself, I'm not going to have FOMO. I, it's out of my control. I can't make it this week. I know. I think you even messaged, are you going to come? I'm like, I can't. Or maybe I would have been able to come for like four hours, but that's not worth the plane riding back. But dude, yeah. my FOMO was hardcore after seeing all like all the tweets, the videos, and how much fun everyone has. I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm missing out on something big. So I, I got to be. I was big time FOMO. I didn't tell myself. I sh- I'm like, don't, Rick, don't be. It, it's out of your control, man. But it happened. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I can relate. I feel that all the time. <laughs> I mean, have you read like any of like, you know, the, the amazing tweets or comments or or videos? And people did write ups about this. Have you read? Have a chance to read any of those? Have you heard about any of those that they've written about your the the event? I uh, I have read. You know, so, stuff definitely that's on Twitter. Um, I tend not to read feedback about mm. things that i do I, I just it feels like too intimate in a way that I t- doesn't seem it doesn't seem appropriate uh so a lot of times when i like you know i t- i try i tuned into the mostly skate episode that they did for about mm-hmm. 20 seconds and i was like i can't like i i really appreciate those guys doing that episode i'm super yeah. th- grateful that they came out they're awesome you know patrick and mike both came out and um it seemed like they had a really great time but i just for whatever reason, personally, I'm I I have like a a weird aversion to listening to people speak, even yeah. you know praise or criticism about the things that I do, and I'm just like, were they happy? Did they have a good time? Great. If not, like this is a conversation for the listeners of their podcast, not for me personally. <laughs> yeah. So. 
no uh, i get I what also you're... i'm like i have like a strong line of like i don't read comments from people on youtube or anything like that like i just i'm like no it doesn't matter to me it's just put it out there into the void hopefully people like it if they don't and they want to talk shit whatever that's fine too but i'm not gonna read it exactly no i respect that dude because I mean, like you know thomas barker i wrote down some names patrick kagongo obviously wrote a nice piece uh eat the at eat the baloney nigel jamie i mean the list went on and on and on <laughs> yeah. and they all had amazing things to say and the, i wrote down two key words on my notes here they wrote life changing so that's why i want to bring up like that they 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 mentioned that so many people mentioned that i was like it, it came up a lot yeah that's uh that's <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what to say other than that's like really special to hear. Like that's yeah. what you, the best thing that you could hope for yeah. from doing an event like this. And I think that, um, you know, I've had the the fortune of going to events like Pushing Borders and Wheels of Fortune and Copenhagen Open as well. And, you know, this, this event was kind of birthed out of that, but those also had, you know, life-changing qualities to them, especially Pushing Borders. Um, and so you know, it's, it's, it's really good to hear. And also I think kind of speaks to the fact that there is just a dearth of events like this, you mm -hmm. know, there, there's just not a, a whole lot in this space where you can get, and I don't want to, I don't know the right term for it, but like, you know, basically skate nerds, like people who are just think way too much about skateboarding. Yeah. Um, it's, it, there's just not a whole lot of events that cater to that group. And so hopefully, you know, there will be more of them. Yeah. You know, not just our event, but I'm hoping that, you know, it kind of uh, births a, a whole slew of, of events in this kind of category. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it sounded like, you know, the panels were amazing, but I think the, as you already mentioned it, the coming together of many of the, the skate Twitter crew, and, you know, shout out to the, that, those guys and gals. And, but it appears to be like, that was like one of the main highlights of the week. Just the, just, I mean, I mean, also, obviously, like you said, you brought together mostly skateboarding's Patrick Kagongo and Mike Munzrider, first time ever you did that. Did you did have they thanked you by the way for you know bringing them together yet? No, I'm kidding. But uh Patrick actually sent me literally one of the nicest gifts ever, which was a uh handwritten card on Patrick Kagongo embossed uh letterhead paper. Nice and a, uh and a Palestine Football Association jersey that fits perfectly. And it's oh, like, wait, one, uh, yeah, I did well, see that. The, the one of, that. One, yeah, one of my favorite articles of clothing that I own now. And I was like, wow, what a what an incredibly good gift giver. And also just like adult, you know, you know, when you there's people out there that you're just like, you're just such an adult. You write handwritten thank you cards after a nice <laughs> thing happens. I'm like, I wish I had that level of organization. Same here, man. I'm same here. Yeah. It's like thumb out a text, maybe, but yeah, it's like uh, but yeah. But that's cool. But yeah, I I heard that. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Three years in the making, all thanks to Ryan. No big, no big deal, right? No big deal. You made it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it took that event to bring them together. But but yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, that's why I want to mention, you know, because you know, obviously I'm not gonna read the tweets or I didn't bring them on to 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 thank you in person right now. But no, there was just a lot of good things that was said about it. But I understand, you know, your just your point of view, like, nah, I don't, you know, I know that it's out there, but I don't need to hear the praise. I mean, but, but it just so, you know, I did a little research for us. It's out <laughs> okay. there, dude. And okay. it was very, it's, it was all very, very good. So, cool. so, pat yourself, so pat yourself on the back is what I'm saying. If you don't do that often, but at least you deserve it after this. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, it was a lot of work. So I'm, I'm very thankful that people had a good time and yeah. you know, hopefully it enable us, enables us to, you know, do it in the future again. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, you, you change people's lives. I don't know if you know that. I mean, was that part of the, was that part of the plan? 
You're like going in, I'm gonna change people's lives. Not really, not really, but I think that that speaks to like a broader phenomenon, like especially post, we're not post COVID, but like, you know, post living through the last three years of a pandemic is that Mm. people are feeling really alienated and lonely. And one of the goals of this event was that, you know, hopefully we could connect people that only really interact with other skaters online and give them, you know, a... Uh, a space a physical space in the real world that you know they could come and hang out and and get to know people and i uh, you know there's a lot of people that i'm really i'm thankful that everyone came but the the people that i'm the most grateful for are the people who don't know anyone in that 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 came to the event they just came out here alone like on a total whim which is a a very bold move and uh yeah it's it's just cool to hear that because it's it's one thing if you have a couple buddies and you're already you're like well I'm already going to be planning this vacation anyways we'll have a good time and go skate regardless of if the event's a disaster but to take the risk alone and um, take that plunge is is pretty that's a that's a big uh it's a big ask so very very grateful for those people yeah I agree yeah I mean that's true it's like you know that, what what a huge step for someone to do that you kind of you know, introvert anyway, you know, a lot of us skateboarders are, you know, but more often than not, right. But to hop on a plane and go out to this event and it's a multiple day event and to actually stay and participate was, I mean, it says a lot about what was provided, you know, through, through this, you know, slow impact event. So very, very Yeah. Cool. And people, you know, came out and got Airbnbs with people that they never met before, which yeah. I thought was really cool to see. I was hoping that that would be the case. And it seemed like people, some people actually did do that, which was really, uh, yeah, it's just super neat. Like they were lodging with people that they'd never met before. And prior to the, even the event starting, they're having to, you know, share space with them. So yeah, super rad. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know. I just thinking about just the short conversation we've had just right now is that, you know, obviously there's some kind of connection or talent or something that you're doing, you know, obviously with skate after school and now this, you know, you, you have a gift of like bringing you know, skaters and humans together and inspiring them. So I, I don't know, I just popped in my head. I, I had to vocalize it. And I, I noticed kind of the parallels for that. So I don't know if you, you know, this, obviously you're doing great things for kids and obviously you're doing for the young, the older groups, you know, I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I mean, I think if, if, if like I have any role as a pro skateboarder, you know, with some level of, of, uh, notoriety or whatever you want to call it um i don't want to call it fame but you know like i have an audience it's that i can organize people that i think are really talented that might not have as big of an audience and um one thing that i was like really firm about is that i didn't really want to be involved in any of the events i just wanted to be like a kind of background character that Mm. organized a lot of it and that was really great because I didn't have to speak on any panels and I didn't have to speak at the reading or do anything that was, you know, any of the scary stuff. It was just kind of all legwork. And um, I think that I'm kind of like trading on my on my name to get people out here. But I think that a lot of people left um, having just really memorable experiences and uh, memorable experiences with uh, certain, certain skaters and skate riders that they'd never heard of before, mm. you know, like there were so many stars of the event, like Cole Nowicki or Christian mm. Kerr or Ty Thompson, um, Cecily who owns enchantment skate shop. Like they, they 
were not people that were all on my radar and they were just like the stars of the event and i'm so thankful that like the people who uh who who got them out here whether it was kyle or it was mo you know they they had such good judgment in that and so yeah i don't know i kind of long-winded answer but i just feel like that's the that's the tool that you kind of have as a pro skater is like well i'm the i'm the the crux of all of this and like getting all of the the people here you know because i have an audience um you know might as well do it right you got to do something with your skate career yeah no i go and i think you're being uh, no disrespect you're being a little humble i think a lot of the people that showed up i'm not speaking for everyone don't take that wrong to the people listening but i think they came because of you i, I see that they're all you know what ryan lay's an awesome dude awesome human i, I respect him I want to support what he's doing. So I think a, a huge majority of the people came out just to support you as well. So that's just what I think, you know, just at least from what I've heard. So, I mean, yeah, your, your name carried a lot with this event. I mean, yeah, could someone else pull this off? You know, probably just successful, maybe, you know, but I think a lot of they came out just for you. So that's that's cool, too, that, that, that they did that. Well, if they did, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's, that's, that's just what I know. So, I mean, and Emery, I know you mentioned too the the panels. So you didn't have you didn't have too much say in that. Was I mean, how difficult were they to narrow down? I mean, did you have a lot of panels you had to choose from, and how difficult was it to to make them a reality? Because you only had four, right? Total. Uh, we had three three panels total. Um, we also had the reading, which kind of like fits into the the core of kind of like the vegetables component of the event, you know? Yeah. And like so so planning wise, initially I was like, well. Pushing borders was was too many panels, and mm. most skate events I think probably could benefit from a panel. Um, and so we were just trying to strike that balance. And for us, that ended up being cutting it down from five to three, which was basically a panel discussion every morning, which I felt like was enough. You know, like it felt like a good balance of, you know, you have coffee, you ingest some some you know panel discussion that feels a little more highbrow than probably what you're used to uh in the normal skate media landscape or like at a skate event mm -hmm. and it's just two hours or so and then you're ready to go skate so um i you know i kind of like initially had like a few people in mind um mo's a good friend of mine who teaches history uh specifically native american history at asu and then obviously my co-host at Ben City, like I reached out to Kristen Ebling and Alex White. Kristen ended up having a tour. So um, and then Ted Barrow fit in there. And so I basically I had like a loose idea of what I thought might be interesting panels, but at the same time, I wanted to delegate as much as possible just so mm -hmm. I didn't burn myself out. And mm. um, you know, I I figured, you know, who do you think you could get on a panel and what is an interesting conversation you can have with those people? So yeah. Um, sometimes that worked with figuring out the idea and then figuring out the panelists or, um, doing the inverse of that, which was like finding some people and then kind of figuring out what would be an interesting conversation with them. So, yeah. uh, yeah. And, and for the most part, you know, there were a lot of people on the panels that I'd never met before. They were just connected to us through the panel host and it just worked out great. Like the, yeah. the they all killed it. It was awesome. Were there any like topics that you kind of had, like you said, you wanted to just keep three Were there like six, seven, eight or whatever topics you had to kind of narrow down or was this, it just happened to work out. You had three and it was, you were ready to roll with those. 
No, we definitely have. I mean, there's so many interesting conversations to have about skateboarding right now mm -hmm. and like conversations that I'm interested in. And so, uh, no, it just ended up being that like those were the three that we settled on. Um, we definitely could have done like five more, though. You know, I just. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think when we went to Pushing Borders, it was probably like maybe nine or 12, like somewhere in that range. So, yeah. you know, obviously lots of, of interesting topics going on in skating. It's just, you know, a a big component of it is like having the funding to get people out here. And like, thankfully, uh, ASU, the department that Mo works in, uh, kicked in to like help, help fund, uh, all of the panels. So everyone got a, a flat fee, which is the same amount. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I think, I mean, just personally, I think three is a good number, like, you know, having more than one in a, in a day, I mean, is that overkill? And then if you add that, you know, three or four days, you know, six to eight, you know, that's a lot. So yeah, three is a, three is a, a good magic number. So, I mean, I know, you know, many skaters are already talking about the next slow impact. I mean, is this something you see happening again next year or is it too soon to ask you? I think if we can get the funding, I'd like to do it. Um, it seems to dovetail like nicely with what I want to do career-wise. And mm -hmm. I mean, you know, a big impetus for doing the event was that I'm rooted in Arizona for family mm -hmm. and, you know, also housing affordability yeah and so uh if i'm gonna be here like i want to invite people out here and you know i said this before but like one of the benefits that we have is that we have great weather in the winter time and you know if you live in the midwest or the northwest or the northeast you know you're looking for somewhere sunny to get away so i don't see why not um it just mm -hmm. kind of depends on the funding and yeah. Hopefully we can get more funding next year and have an even bigger event. So um, yeah. I, I liked planning it and I think that planning it will be even easier next year. And it seems like, you know, there's an audience for it that are going to be excited about it. So uh, yeah, it kind of all just depends on, on how I'm feeling uh, skate wise and career wise. Mm -hmm. And if, uh, if we can get, get more money for it for next yeah. year or at least the same amount of money but doesn't doesn't look like there are too many hiccups because all the sponsors were really pleased with it so that's awesome yeah. yeah so i mean that means it'll continue to grow and you know i'm thinking hypothetically down the road you guys have a, a this is a traveling event you know i don't know i'm not gonna be biased and say there's one in the bay area but you know it could happen where it grows and then just you're like oh man look what i've created now and like you know i could i could see that happening so Sure. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people have, have mentioned that. And I would I would also encourage anyone who's listening that if you're thinking about doing it, I mean, reach out to me and you can, I don't know, I'm down to help give any sort of input. But yeah, um, there's lots of places where an event like this would be great. Um, and also, universities everywhere have money. So try to mm. figure out how to tap into that. Mm, that's some good knowledge right there everyone <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. good knowledge yeah you can think about it. it's like you can't do it you don't have to do it all by yourself you know the, the universities you know they've got that one little line item that they can you know contribute and help out someone that's awesome yeah cool so any <laughs> are there any crazy stories that that you maybe haven't shared or I mean, any behind the scenes drama i don't think there's any of that but is there anything that maybe like the general even the people that attended didn't see or maybe no went down or um or am i reaching too hard for that one <laughs> i don't think so uh no crazy parties afterward no you know what i mean there were parties afterwards that i wasn't involved in because i was way too tired um <laughs> but no i mean i just you know like 
I, I said this a lot at the event, but there's just a lot of people behind the scenes who helped out a lot. Um, that's obviously not like a crazy story. There's always yeah. people there, but yeah, you know, exactly. as part of the event was me renovating my house and like getting it up to uh, what felt like a good, decent standard for hosting a party. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, Eli and Giacomundo from Skate Twitter both came out early and helped me move so much shit. And I Dude, felt terrible nice. about it. Yeah, like move, install a Murphy bed, uh, help me like move around a bunch of furniture, like, you know, all sorts of things. So um, they were really helpful. And then, no, honestly, like, I think the thing that was the most miraculous was that everything went on, went off without a hitch. Like we didn't mm. have permits for any of the skate events. Oh, yeah. And, huh. and even like the events at our warehouse, we were kind of iffy about because we knew that people would be drinking and kind of like walking in and out and. I didn't know what the deal would be. And just somehow every event was like well attended, maxed out, and we didn't have any issues with, uh, you know, cops or anything like that. Like just no one got hurt. Um, I will say that right, one good story is that we did the product toss and Walker Ryan had sent us uh, some of the old friends' uh, physical therapy stuff. That nice. They make. Yeah. yeah, they make like foam rollers and yeah. Uh, He's jump got that podcast like too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he sent some foam rollers. And so I'm standing on top of the wedge with a mound of product. And <laughs> oh boy, we're like, hey, we're going to do the product toss. And like we announced it. There's like kind of like some people congregating. I was like, hey, if you're not here for the product toss, like please disperse. And there's a lot of people there. And I take a foam roller and there's two types of foam rollers. There's like the really lightweight foam ones that, you know, basically like you could throw and they're like not barely even going to move because they don't weigh anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's these ones that have thick plastic and they've got like a ribbing around them. And I chuck one of those and it just nails this dude right in the head. Like I throw it like 30 feet and it just nails him right in the head. And I'm like, dude, he's got a huge welt on the side of his head. And I'm just, I felt so terrible about it. And then yeah. I had a conversation with him you know, and he was cool about it. And I apologized profusely. And I was like, let me know if there's anything you need. And he was like, actually, I need a foam roller. So uh, we ended <laughs> yeah. up giving him the foam roller that he got hit in the head with. And then nice. Yeah. And then someone else, unfortunately, got hit in the head with a deck that I did not throw. Oh, um, yeah. I know better than to throw a deck into a crowd. But uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's always dangerous when I see decks flying like that. You know, stickers, one thing, T-shirts, one thing, but decks, if you're not paying attention, whoo. <laughs> yeah and it's like if if you have a really tight crowd of people who all have their hands in the air yeah it's totally fine but if you you know if you have any sort of like dispersed quality yeah, i don't know um but yeah and also just renee from blunt steel like he he donated those rails to us that we skated nice. and he drove them out here and and donated them so which was so cool of him uh and just yeah definite shout out to renee those things are awesome and i would encourage anyone out there to support him because they're yeah. they're really fun to skate i got one literally a foot from me right down on the ground it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's the five foot one but yeah you guys are you were rocking they how was it two eight foot ones that you guys connected because you were killing that Which, how, well how we built it spe specifically for the event i measured it so it's a it was a four inch 21 foot 21 footer and then a 15 inch 21 footer yeah no, it's great. I, I speak from experience. You got great products. But yeah, it was so cool to see that, you guys. And I, that makes sense. Yeah, it was perfectly, it, yeah, it was measured perfectly for that. I'm like, how could they, it, the, like you said, the stars are all aligned. It, it fits perfectly. Now we can skate it. But 
that makes sense dude yeah uh and yeah now we have them so we can use them for next year like another event it was cool um but yeah nothing nothing too crazy i don't think i mean uh, you know everyone drank semi-responsibly and i don't think anyone drove which was was good um, we try to keep everything really local and encourage people to stay local so that they mm-hmm. can you know get around without a car and that seemed to work well you know you know like phoenix probably similar to san jose is not a you know bastion of uh, public transit so mm-hmm. it can be kind of challenging uh trying to to coordinate a trip and not encouraging everybody to rent cars yeah you know? good point so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I heard a lot about you know carpooling you know people just you know or skating you know getting around like i said just keeping things somewhat you know they they can skate or you know or walk around but yeah man that's awesome though but yeah was, and like i said earlier it it looked like an awesome event i had tons of fomo you know and 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 uh you know i'm just Next glad year, it was, i know exactly no pressure now man it's uh, but I, yeah the fomo's yeah it's not gonna happen again don't worry i'm not gonna be i'll be i'll be there dude it's like <laughs> yeah. but now I've, like jacomundo i mean he, he's setting the bar high i have to come and fix up something in your house or something before this all day. I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta shine no, my <laughs> house sure. is gonna be my house is going to be done by then. Thank the Lord. Uh, I know it has to be. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely like going to, going to get ahead on all of that stuff. Cause you know, I think one thing that, that definitely happened to me, which I knew was going to, is that you don't know what you don't know. You know, like mm. I don't, I, I've never organized a big party before. And here I am like trying to organize like eight of them. And so, <laughs> yeah uh you know it's just like there's little gaps here and there where you're like oh shit yeah like we need a pa system okay i gotta like figure yeah. that out or i gotta like set up a space for the band i forgot about that you know just a million little things so um but yeah well it sounds like your fiance was all on board too i mean she has a pretty demanding job right so she was all on board and and obviously let you do it, it was you know she was she was embracing you too it sounds like it all worked well on her front too i think on board is a, a charitable way of describing <laughs> her relationship to that. it's like a like on board like a, a sinking ship and you're like well i guess i'm just gonna go down with the ship uh yeah, <laughs> notice no, how she, i worded it that i was trying to word it how i would kind of pitch it to my wife i'm like here's how here's <laughs> yes 100 percent. it was like a uh give a mouse a cookie situation like hey yeah. <laughs> can we have can we have like two volunteers stay with us during the event and then that turned into the first night there being like 25 people over and six of them being like hey can i can i stay here tonight oh yeah what are you gonna say yeah exactly like whatever i i basically knew that i was like from from the morning of february 16th or february 15th through february 19th i'm like it's just gonna be insane we're not Mm -hmm. gonna have any private space we're not gonna get any alone time it's just gonna be (laughs) chaos all time and it was fun but you know we also like we were like both sick by the end of it you know, like combination of talking, drinking, uh, and skating really hard, you know, just like smoked me and also obviously not sleeping. So yeah, I just, yeah, we, we were like properly sick by Monday or Tuesday. Oh, I bet, dude. I think I hit you up a little prematurely. Oh, Hey dude, I'd love to have you in the show. If it's not too early. Oh yeah. I need a couple of days more. Like, yeah. Duh, Rick, of course. <laughs> Give this guy some time to breathe, man. It's like, I'm knocking on your door. Oh, Ryan. Hey. No, it's all good. I mean, I'm thankful again that people care enough about it to talk to me about it, you know. So I'm like, it's cool that you wanted to do an episode about it. 
Dude, like after the first day, I'm like, oh, I got to talk to this guy. I got to get this on the show. I mean, you've been on my radar for a while, but I'm like, nope, here's here's the sign. Reach out to him. Let's get this going. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it had to happen, man. But, yeah, so I only got a couple more questions for you. Okay. I think you already mentioned earlier, too, you know, uh, you know you're you're battling a, a heel um, injury. But so what's next for you, dude? I mean, you guys, are we going to see a sci-fi fantasy part? Are you working on anything with New Balance? What, what do we expect to see from you this year? Uh, yeah, I think that we're hoping to work on a sci-fi video this year. My goal going into this year was like really to focus on skating. And I, I think that something I've been struggling with recently is that I feel like I've been doing a really good job of being a pro skater with all of the, you know, ancillary, is that the right word? Ancillary, uh, you know, things that are kind of like the the compliments to your skate career mm -hmm. um but one thing i've not done a very good job of is like actually like making video parts and so i just haven't been filming you know injuries have happened obviously like work gets in the way i'm getting married stuff like that real yeah. life stuff it gets harder the older you get so i've kind of just been like going into this year like i need to free up as much time as possible to uh just focus on skating and like making time to make video parts so um i'm i have a crux truck coming out in a couple weeks and nice. hopefully there will be some video that happens with that uh and then i have a ccs pant that's coming out and i'm doing some stuff with price Very cool. at the end of march with that <laughs> this is all hinging on I'm healthy by like March 18th. So it's good. It's, uh, and oh, then, okay. It's going to be good. You'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I should be good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, you know, I don't, I don't know. I want to like, I want to like actually like take the resources that I have and focus on street skating because it's something I care a lot about and I haven't I feel like I haven't done as much as I would, would like. And, um, I also feel like there's a really cool opportunity with sci-fi being a new brand that people are interested in and, you know, we haven't really done a whole lot and we're still building the team out. So um, there's talks of us maybe doing a video by the mm -hmm. end of the year, if we can get our shit together. Yeah. Um, I'd be really stoked on that. I mean, I think, you know, video these days means like something that's like 15 to 20 minutes, but. Oh yeah. Perfectly. Uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, good length. Like we, we're not, there's no way we're, we're venturing into the like 40 minute territory. So yeah, uh, yeah I want to do that. And then I'm like trying to, also focus on trail running stuff that i've been interested in so kind of like dabbling a little more into that world and i don't know if that means like doing some longer trails like fast packing which is like a faster version of backpacking like a combination of trail running and backpacking um and then i i also kind of want to run some races just to try it out like i've never done that before and i'm kind of curious about you know trying to run some you know, maybe like 50 mile distance or like hundred K distance. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see, but also very, very difficult to like do in, in, uh, tandem with skateboarding. Cause they're both really heavy on your legs. So big time. Yeah. We'll see. But th that's kind of my goal is that like, I'm, I'm taking some time away from skate after school. I'm obviously going to help out behind the scenes a lot and, you know, with all their events and, and trying to just be generally supportive, but um, I have like handed over my job to uh, a young younger friend of mine, Zamara, and uh, yeah, they're in good hands, and I think it'll be it'll be good. So hopefully, be in California a good amount, traveling, yeah. um, and uh, also hopefully getting out of Arizona for 
you know, May, June, July, August, maybe oh, even September. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. brutal here for like four months. So we try to leave as, as much as we can. Yeah. My, my father-in-law lives in uh, Clarkdale and he, when he moved out there, uh, it's been a while now, he used to be an avid golfer, like, and uh, we'd always hit him up. Hey, you golfing? He's like, no. And after a while he'd be like, no, if you don't get on the tees at like six o'clock in the morning, it's too hot. So <laughs> he's the same way. He doesn't golf like in the summer, you know, and just, so yeah, I can, I can yeah. relate when you say when I get out of there. Mo, Mo, uh, Maurice Crandall, who ran the first panel is the, he's from Clarkdale. Oh yeah. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Random, that's a random town in Arizona. It is dude. It's people to be from. Exactly. I mean, they literally, he, he has a sense stuff to a PO box. It's very small. And it's like, he's, yeah, it's, he's kind of a, a hermit too. So it works out for him. You know, he doesn't really talk to his neighbors. He just kind of, you know, we zoom with them on a, on occasion, but, but that's about it. But yeah, that's wow. That's a small world, dude. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. I got one more for you, dude. One more question. And this is not related to skateboarding at all. It's just my own personal knowledge. But I watched your uh, pocket skate mag followed episode, and <laughs> your uh, the rake that you use. Do you remember the brand or the type of that rake that you have? Do you remember what I'm talking about? You know, like really huge, thick one. Yes, it's the metal. I I need to know more about it. And I know I'm talking about it on this podcast because I just DM'd you. But well, dude, fill me in the details. That boy is a beast. That's a real it rake. A, it is a it is a beast, and I I honestly I don't know where I got that. Um, yeah, it's all right. No problem. I'm looking up online though, and it looks like yeah, it's like a, it's like either a 36 inch or oh, this looks like they have a 66 inch. And it's a, aluminum, right? A 48 inch. Yeah, it's aluminum, and it's it's more um, it's more like sturdy than a standard rake. You know, a standard rake has the the kind of like aluminum quality to it that flexes. This doesn't flex at all. And uh, if you flip it upside down, we're just getting into real, the, we're literally getting into the weeds right now. That's Rick. why I asked. I don't <laughs> care at this point. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Cause in, in Arizona, it's, it's very uh, in vogue to have a zero escaped lawn. Yeah. You know, or front yard and backyard, which is like basically a desert landscape. So um, raking rocks and and uh, raking leaves out of your rocks is like a, a thing that a lot of people do. So and it's perfect for that. So um, I will try to. I mean, I could step outside. Let me just step outside my garage real quick, no, and dude, I'll, that, I'll, I'll that, look at the name, and I'll that'd right be amazing. Out. Unfortunately, there's no name on it. It's been uh, it's been it's been like ground off. But yeah, it's it's a. I think they have like a. a 36 inch uh looks like corona makes one this this one's actually 66 inches wow that all would right be, that's a good start fun, man because i mean literally i can see mine from here it looks like i mean i need to step my rate game up after yours because mine looks like it, it would just be like a plastic fork you know what the hell am i rocking with this you know i gotta i, I gotta step it up so i had to ask you that i'm like dude he's gonna think this is the most random question but i do not care no it's cool i actually it, it is a funny thing for you to ask because i really love that rake and i don't <laughs> yes. know how i acquired it and it's just uh it is incredible and it's really you know you get that zen like quality when you rake a a big uh, area of of rocks and it just <laughs> yeah you know like you can smooth it out so nicely it's 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 a that's a good time i yeah. i like doing yard work though i mean i think i'm at that stage in my life right where you're you find a little tranquility in doing yeah, some yard work and it takes your mind off things you can just be in the moment you know and just kind of just chill and you can also listen to podcasts, which I'm sure <laughs> someone right now is listening to this <laughs> yes. very podcast. And they're all, you know what, Rick? I need to step my rate game up too. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for bringing yeah. it up. 
no joke. Yeah. My wife's gonna be like, why are you buying this new rake? I'm like, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> that's what that's what pros are for is uh selling things like rakes, you know. Uh, exactly. It's all, it's all marketing. You didn't know that you were being sold a rake in that that pockets followed, no. but you were. I agree. I and I know there's at least one person listening that's benefiting. They they under they like you said, they, you appreciate, you know, it's it's just a rake, but it's more it's, actually sometimes it's more than a rake. So the people that get it get it. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> I, I I couldn't agree more with you. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, lastly, so where where can the people find you? The fine people tuning in, where can they obviously social media, all that good stuff? Obviously, go listen to Vent City. But yeah, where can the, the people find you? Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly on Instagram and Twitter. That's kind of where I spend my time. And then obviously, we have the Vent City podcast. Uh, but if you're ever in Tempe, you know, shoot me a DM, maybe I'll meet up. Uh, and yeah, if not, you know, my my Instagram is and Twitter is Ryan Lay. If you search it, you'll find it. So yeah, yeah, always appreciate the support. Dude, awesome, man. Well, this has been amazing. I appreciate your time, you know, and get some rest i know you got this you know you gotta you're gonna have a, a big rest of your year but yeah i appreciate you coming on and yeah i look forward to rolling on on four wheels with you one day man we'll make it happen thanks rick i, I just wanted to say that i love uh what a a positive force you are on on skate twitter and and instagram and all that you, oh, you thanks, definitely dude. have like a good like uh motivating and and, and positive vibe about you so it's thanks, always dude. It's always helpful, you know. I, I think that there's a lot of bitter old guys in skateboarding, and uh, yes, we we don't need any more of those dudes. <laughs> I appreciate. It. Yeah, I, I much like you. Don't take compliments. Well, I'm learning how to appreciate it. But yeah, thank you. I I appreciate that, dude. So I I really do. Yeah, I mean, coming from you, it, it doesn't it doesn't go it doesn't go unnoticed. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. But yeah, coming from you, that says a lot. And like I said, it's a, a mutual respect, dude. So. Yeah, man. All the best of luck for you. And, you know, let's do this again. You got something coming up. You know, you want to pitch it. You want to plug it. I'm always here for you, man. You can come back on anytime. Okay, sweet. That's great to hear. Right on, man. Have a good one. All right. Take care.